Hello, everyone. This is Dovi Shapiro, and today I'll be interviewing Rabbi Shmulek Greenberg, Shliach to Clark County in Washington State, on the topic of Jewish Business Network. I just want to say thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your experiences and help Shluchim have more Hatzlacha in their Shluchas. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Let's get right to it. In a county with only 4,000 Jews, you have managed to create a very successful Jewish business network, and you do it in a unique way never been done before. Let me first ask you, what made you decide to start a Jewish business network? Okay, so we came here to town about 10 years ago, and you know, as a young shliach, everybody, we're running after people. You hear a person, he's a lawyer, he's a doctor, he's a schuster, wherever he's going to be. So right away, you run into his office, and... And if he's a nice guy, he welcomes you, and everything is fine. And after a while, and you know, we do the regular programming. We do a Hanukkah, and a, par, and a, and a Purim, and wherever it will be, and then draw families with children mainly. So after a while, after a year, a year and a half, I realized that these people that I met, but they're not going to come to our events for whatever reason, or because they don't have children, or their children already grown up, or because they married to a non-Jew, so only one person is basically cared to do something about Judaism, so they're not going to come to our party for Purim, and they're not going to to come to Shul if we, when we head over there once a month. So I thought about what could I do to bring these people more in a professional way, and get them involved in any way with Yiddishkeit. So I met a few people, and I told them, well, what about doing a business network? You know, there is many business networks in town for, for, for doctors, for, for realtors, for all different specific, unique uh, network groups. And I thought maybe we should do something Jewish. So I started to talk to people, and... They said basically just another network, people, it's not going to draw people. You need to have a reason, something good that will come out of this network. Basically, that they all doing together something to benefit, you know, to, to help someone, to help a, a, a group, to help a, a, a cause. So basically... So this way it came to my mind, okay, we're making a, a, a preschool, I mean, a camp, and there is a need to sponsor some of the children. We also need to sponsor the camp because in a small town, how many, we don't have the money to actually cover camp for the children. And we don't have a, a, a federation here, even though we're close to a bigger city and officially they take in the charge on this too, but not really. So I said, you know, so basically this is how I create this idea that we make a business network. It will be a place where people could network with each other and get to know other Jewish businessmen or professionals in the community. But the reason for that is not just to network, but also to do something good. As there is such a Jewish uh, idea then the two people get together, a third person should benefit from it. And that's basically the motto of this group. After I start to do it, so basically I realized that this is actually what the Rotary Club does. So the, the Rotary Club 
is a very big organization, and a big focus of, of theirs is how can they help someone else for an important cause. And in the JBN, you're doing the same thing. Yes, and JBN basically came up that it's it's almost a, not identical because it's working a little bit different, but uh, but the same idea. There is a local cause, and uh, uh, and we sponsor also the orphanage in Odessa, Ukraine, and like this, basically we 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 do something good. Let's get the basics. How often do you meet? What day? What time? Do you serve food? Where is it held? And what's on the agenda at these meetings? Okay, so we meet once a month, and as I spoke to people that participate, they prefer to meet before work because everybody lives in the whole county, so it's the offices is far, so it's in the middle of the day, it's basically we kill the whole day, so like this, is starting the morning from 7.30 till 8.30 to breakfast, and they coming together, the way how it works, every time we have a guest speaker, now, guest speaker could be the mayor of the city, could be a manager of a company, could be a scientist or a person that built an electric car. Anything and everything, or any unique person, very unique that have a story. And basically, it's not so much about what you what is your business, but I always tell the people tell about yourself how you got to this point. Some people were uh, Russian that came to, to America with one dollar, and today they're running a big business. So every person with his story, and this is what pe- people usually like to hear. And also then there is, a, you know, if it's politicians, they will talk about the city. If it's whoever will be the person, but any person that have really that it interest to to hear what he has to say, something unique. And we do it on a Wednesday morning. From 7.30 to 8.30, we serve breakfast, of course. Uh, we're doing the breakfast. Where do you do it? Oh, we do it actually not in the base Chabad for that specific reason that it shouldn't be identified as a part of our religious religious uh, activity because then we're again going to illuminate some people. They're not interested in religious, but they would be interested in business. They would be interested in uh, helping uh, a good cause, but they're not coming to Daven. So that's why we do it in our downtown, in a nice place. We rent it every week, every month. So basically, they're coming in the morning. The first ten minutes is they're getting their food. They socialize. After that, we we have the chairman of the group, and he basically starts the meeting saying my name is uh, Yankel and I'm working in this and then we're going around the, the table so everybody said what's his name and what we, what's his company or what he works and like this basically we introduce each other to people that doesn't know or to the guest speaker so you get the feeling like you start to, you know the people that they sit with and after that we talk a little bit about updates about our good cause if it will be that we just finish our event and we give a report or something, a report from the orphanage in Odessa that we're going to talk about a little bit. Or if we're preparing for the events a few months in advance, we already start to talk what we would like to have for the event and where it's going to be, and we need the support and the help of everybody to participate and get their friends. So basically, from month to month, we're trying to have like basically something to report on. And this is another few minutes. And then we have the guest speaker. And he speak about whatever he speak about 25 minutes, 
and people asking questions and answers, and together basically we fill up the entire hour. So basically this is not a lunch and learn. This is not a lunch and learn specifically because, in other words, when I invite a new person that I just met that is not shy to anything, I don't tell him come to learn because he's not going to come, but he maybe will come to participate with other Jewish people for, you know, just a business meeting. So I give him basically, I don't push him into something religious that he's not interested at that point. And that's why at the event I don't push any religious. The food is kosher, and, and that's basically the main religion. And then the other part is eventually we're getting close to this person, uh, where I end up being a rabbi. So then when they need something, they have a Leviathan, and they have this, and they have that. So, and then I end up putting mezuzahs on the door, but it's officially they're not coming to anything. They just come to this meeting. And some of them, for them, this is the religious. This is the religious guy that they have. They're coming religiously once a month to this meeting, and they're feeling that this is where they belong in Yiddishkeit. You touched upon the fact that uh, the JBN leads up to an annual dinner. Can you give us a general picture of what goes on at the dinner? In short, it's basically what we did. We start with some local needs, but then people say, so how are we going to fund it? So I didn't want to tell them, please open your pocket and give them money, because you could do it one time, but not many times. So I said, let's make a fundraiser. So the fundraiser lead us to, we can't just do a cause for $5,000 needs, because this was what I had at that time to offer for them the camp and this and that, so it's small things. So we end up also adapting a cause from orphanage in Odessa, Ukraine. So this is something also very serious and also give to the whole event uh, new, uh, more serious uh, need. And that leads us to make a fundraiser once a year. We do it basically auction like New York style with raffle, raffles for different items. But the main thing is also we have a nice event. So what we do is basically we do an event with entertainment. We bring in every time a professional comedian or something like that. So people should want to come to this event. Our main mission in the event, more than the money, it's also to make a nice Jewish event in town. In big towns, we have big events. But in a small town, there is no nice event, as if Jews don't know how to do this kind of stuff. So here we're bringing a kosher event, very uh, with good entertainment, good food, and we we basically end up doing also man, a nice amount of money. We basically bring in every year is going up. It starts with twenty thousand dollars, then it, today we're holding in about sixty sixty thousand dollars or more. Of course, there is the cost of the event, but it's all worth it for the for the big basically big. Uh, Peula that is going to town. Now we are something in town. It's not just another small organization, but we basically are a very serious organization in the eyes of the Jews and the non-Jews. Another very important part in such a small town to bring uh, 200 people, 250 people to an event from the Jewish community is a little bit uh, unreal. So what we push from the beginning that the event, because it's a Jewish business network, you have the Jewish the business uh, uh, taste to it. So you could bring your business partners, your business uh, 
customers, wherever we'll be, and push basically to bring people not just from the Jewish community, but it's also from not the Jewish community. And we are very succeeding in that. Basically, half of the crowd, maybe even more, are not Jewish. They're friends of Jews. They participate. And this also leads you the opportunity to go to your bank and ask for a sponsor to go to different um, business that you do with the community and ask them to be corporate sponsors or participate in the event. And it's, uh, thank God it came very successful. Can you give an example of how you would pitch to someone to come to a monthly breakfast? What's in it for them? Not long ago, I met a guy that is actually a writer in the newspaper, and he ended up that he's Jewish. So I offered for him, and because he's so secular and don't believe in not everything, so I told him, maybe you should come to, we're having a Jewish group together, we meet once a month, the business and professionals, we have guest speakers. So it's something very, very parev and very common. All these people, many of the people, especially if they have small business or or any kind of business, they will go to a, a, a networking group. That's a very a normal and popular. So if they could go to a, another networking group, they could come to us. Sometimes when I see that there is like a, a, a Jewish person that is a businessman, and I don't know how to get them, so I maybe we invite him to be a guest speaker. And that basically opened the door for him to continue to participate or be familiar with that. People love to talk about themselves, so they usually usually agree to come and speak. How many people do you have on average at one of your meetings? On average, we have between 10, 10, 15, I would say. That's an average. Sometimes we could have more if it's a speaker is a very good speaker. So then uh, last two months ago, we had like a Ken Fisher. He's a very famous uh, uh, person is the owner and the manager of Fisher Investment, if you hear about that. So he came to speak. We had about 25, 30 people that came. I think what's good to hear is that you could have 10, 15 people come to a business meeting like this, but when it's done in the way that you're saying, it's much bigger than just those 10, 15 people, especially when it leads up to the dinner. Yes. Yes. Bottom line, it's yes, it's maybe 10, 15 but the, the, it's reaching out, it's becoming a very successful uh, group. And the same thing, when we have a good speaker, and this time because of Ken Fisher, for example, we publicize in the business, in business newspaper about the speaker, the upcoming speaker. So yes, maybe only 30 people came, but there is another 300 people that saw the ad, and they know that this group is a serious group. Do you have any last advice to offer a shliach that would consider doing something like this? I think it's something that could be done in big cities and in small towns. And there is another part of that. This is, in general, I'm sure many people will ask why you should fundraise for something out of town. So in general, all our balabatim, they would like to do also a mitzvah that not in new base Chabad, something that is far, something that for people that are very, very sick, for orphans in Russia, in Ukraine, something in the Lochenkop. So if you not give them this opportunity, they will do it through other organizations, but they will like to do it anyway. So here we give them the opportunity to do it in home, so they feel good and they feel that they could be a part of that, and on the other, from the other side, you actually do something in the community. Thank you, Shmulek.
for sharing with Shluchim about your Hatzlacha and unique approach to a Jewish business network. We really appreciate your time. Welcome. I hope that uh, many other Shluchim uh, could could take this uh, idea. If someone won, you could contact me, email me. I will send you uh, kind of like a package how I began that. And you have a lot of Hatzlacha. This is Dovi Shapiro. I would like to give special thanks to the many Shluchim that continue to give feedback. Please send in your ideas for future interviews as well as your thoughts on how to make the Shluchim podcast even better. Make it a great week.